Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Technically. Addendum. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caveat and addendum. Yes. <laughs> Side story. We are back once again. Ready Goodbye. to kick some Lamia tail? Tush. Yeah. Tush. Yeah. They do have tails. <laughs> they yeah, do they also have, have, tails. They have tails. They have tails and tushes. So, huh. yeah. Take your pick. <laughs> Both. So, yeah, when last we had left our anti-heroes, the party <laughs> had made their way deeper into the Cenotaph of the Cynic. I say, not the library. <laughs> not the library. No libraries, no nothing else, not deeper into the desert, nothing. Well, I think we kept getting it mixed up with the building that if you went into, you went to the roof and jumped off, and then we were like, no, it's not that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the next place places. we'll go to. Yeah, follow up with that. Yeah. And then the dance hall. Yeah, I was about to say that. And then we'll go to the dance hall and really make this awful. Yep. Have your <laughs> knockdown, drag out fight with Gareth. Uh, anyway, dance magic dance. No one come on. I giggled. <laughs> oh, I, I thought I would get Rachel with that one, but no. Well, it didn't flow. Whatever. I've, I've never seen that movie, so. Uh, it's okay. Unfortunate. Uh, I mean, I could fix that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as great as if you don't see this child. It's yeah. da- still David Bowie. But, Rick, I'm a child at heart. Oh, then you'd then be, you'd fine. be yeah. fine. Yeah, you'd probably be fine. Enjoy it. It's <laughs> great. So, you all had continued your exploration of the Cenotaph of the Cynic. You had fought the two, I believe they were Emperor Cobras. What were they? They were big old Cobras. Yeah, they were pretty Emperor large Cobras. cobras. Uh, upon defeating them, you had continued ahead. You had found a, uh, a ritual chamber full of a uh, disemboweled person whose entrails had been formed into crazy markers on the ground and yeah. Oh, yeah. all sorts of uh, times. stuff like that. And then you had gone into the next room to confront two sisters. They told the us that uh, the asp was joining a cult, apparently. I'm sure entirely of his own volition. Of yeah, course. we're not sure about that part. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Carrying on a conversation, blah, 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 cult, blah, 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 blah. Dropped a particularly dangerous name in the form of Narlathotep. Everybody's favorite. I do like him. Uh, He had, uh, or they had then basically informed you, your princess is in another castle. You'd said, hey, F you guys. Well, they were like, join us or else. And we were like, nah. Not really into it. So as some of you may have noticed, it's a little quieter in here. There's a few less giggles. And that is because uh, Heather is unfortunately not going to be joining us for this session. We don't usually do a behind the scenes kind of thing. I do my best to try to keep uh, all of our stuff as non-dated as possible. Uh, although this is being recorded during the uh, the quarantine of spring 2020 and Heather being a working in the medical field such as she does. So yeah. <laughs> unfortunately we will not be joined by Wolf this evening. I miss Heather. Or whenever. Whenever time you're listening. Yeah, whatever time that you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. We look uh, forward to having her back soon, though. Yes. yes she will hopefully be returning yes. here to us shortly uh, after helping people and helping save the world. We shall mm-hmm. howl in her honor. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that, that was, was awkward. That uh, was fun. Hey, that was well-timed. Yeah, that was real fun. Everyone went with it. It was <laughs> yeah. perfect. It was Everyone good. Yes. <laughs> And of course, uh, nothing but respect to all of the uh, the healthcare workers that are working through this crisis, uh, assuming that the crisis is still going on when this episode is released, which I hope it isn't. Please, yeah. dear God. <laughs> please, should, please we don't. need to take that little sound bite and send it to Heather. Oh, no, we totally do need to do that. I'll say, I'll do what I can. Yeah, I suppose let's just go ahead and start this off with a little bit of combat if I can get the party to roll for initiative. <laughs> I guess. Uh oh. All right, that's okay. I have a kitty. Get your kitty dice out. <laughs> oh, no. Did you roll in that one? That's Maybe. Not a, that's ah! not a good laugh. To be fair, at least we're like 10 feet up. Uh, yeah. That, uh, the Lamias can still reach us, though. We have the high ground, Anakin. Kind of. Yeah, that never works. <laughs> Gives me a plus five to my armor class. No, it's, um, it doesn't. Isra is ready. Excellent. That's good. That is very good. Segura's not, but Isra is capital R ready. <laughs> hey. She's like, kitties, time to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Because she's she's essentially like, and they're like. Oh, they're having a territory <laughs> dispute? Yes. I see. Yep. As long as they don't start classic, spraying. Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> that's like more that, of a boy cat thing. Just like yeah, that that the ones down there. Point. Those are two male cats. Oh, okay. Oh, well, then they're useless because it's the females that are actually the ones that do stuff. The huntresses. So, let's go ahead and continue around to my left. Sagira Mabe. Sagira gets a 10. Isra Mabe. (laughs) (laughs) Isra rolls an 18. He gets a 23. Whoa. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Cue up the 
meow sound effect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Crucible. I roll a 13 for a 17. That's not bad. Not too shabby. Good for me. Planchette. I rolled a 17 for a 20. Which is poor for Rachel. <laughs> Actually, that's... Usually I, I don't roll well on initiative, so... Yeah. Zephyr. I rolled a 1 for a 3. Okay. Well, we know who's going last. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the dex on all of them is above 3. <laughs> I'm... Yeah, probably. So we have initiative from the party now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Combat begins. All of you stand on a stone platform that overlooks this immense chamber. A chamber that has stained glass windows which cast multicolored light across this oval room, dappling the books and scrolls crammed into every spare surface save the massive pile of blankets and pillows on the circular dais dominating the central portion of the chamber. An iron staircase runs along the wall along your right-hand side, climbing to the small balcony where you stand now that leads to the room's double doors, the only exit from this chamber. Eyeball room. Yep. It's basically shaped like a giant eyeball. Yep. All of you stand up on the upper balcony right now, which is about 10 feet above the floor, with an extraordinarily long, shallow staircase descending down the 10 feet. This is like, like, what is that, like a 50-foot staircase down? uh, It's about 40 feet. For 10 feet. A few inches per step. It's ADA acceptable, gosh. Gracious, it might as well have been a ramp. Oh, it's not a ramp? No, it's stairs. It's stairs. Baby stairs. Oh, well, but... (laughs) Try you telling think that the to Egyptians the builders. Love ramps, but yeah. yeah. Somebody cast speak with dead. Let's talk to these builders. Yeah. <laughs> Cynics. Cynics, yes. It's their cynical nature. It's their cynical architecture. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Egyptian gods. We'll have ovular shaped rooms if we want. <laughs> Nethus approves. <laughs> Combat begins round one. Isra's first initiative. Isra. I guess she's just going to boot me with guidance. Okay. So you feel a little headbutt, you look down, you feel infused with the guidance of the gods. Sweet. Oh, I kitty boot. So Isra hunkers down, growls down at the two lions below. They let out massive male lion roars, which echo through the chamber, reverberating off the glass and ceiling. That's all they got, though. Yeah, that's all they got. Planchette. (laughs) Planchette will probably shoot her flaming heavy crossbow at, I don't know, should I just go for the Lumia? Sure. Probably. All right. The Lamia's tushy. <laughs> not going to shoot her in the butt. That would be dumb. <laughs> so it would hurt. their facing is. They got big butts. And they cannot lie. No, they definitely can lie. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks for Mix-a-Lot. Okay. Shoot her. Shoot her. Not a great roll, but she hasn't gone yet. That would be a 15. Mm. I mean, she's flat-footed. I know. Which means I might get lucky, but... She's also mm. big. Your bolt sails down, striking straight into the center mass of the creature before shooting out the backside and thunking into the far wall. Illusions! Well, that's not fair. I don't think they care about fair. We really don't. So which one's real? Is it the other one, or are they not real? <laughs> hey, <laughs> any of them real? They're Anybody all know invisible. anything about magic? Maybe you should check this out, huh? Can I roll something on that? <laughs> with my no spellcraft? <laughs> no on that front, however. Uh, you may make a knowledge nature if you have it. I have it. I don't. Okay. Oh, I have some of that, too. Planchet, you still have a move action remaining. Unless you're full out attacking. Do you have multiple shot? Or do you have base attack of six? Rapid reload. No, I have a base attack bonus of five. So you can't so fire. Oh, yeah, no, you can't fire. But I will reload. Okay. You hold your ground? I, I don't know what's going on yet, so I'm going <laughs> to hold my ground there. I will allow a perception roll from the party. Will do. Oh no. Isra has scent if that helps. No, my dice! Wyatt, no go in! Oh no, my dice! Nope, I'm rolling bad. Hey. There he goes. <laughs> Alright, Sagira so gets a 20. Isra gets a 15, but she has scent if that helps. Crucible's got a 23. Uh, Planchette rolls a 17 for a 28. Zephyr rolls a perfect 20 nice. to make up for that earlier one. Very nice. And gets a 33. Wow. Ooh. Okay. All of you see that the two Lamia ahead of you seem to concentrate for a moment, and then they seem to stop, just standing stock still on the pedestal as they are directly ahead of you. However, you do suddenly hear in the silence movement from somewhere directly below you. Oh my. Oh, they're under the platform. 
you hear just the soft scraping sound of steel on leather that all of you are familiar with is the sound of someone pulling a weapon from a sheath. Great. However, you don't see anything. Uh, and just a reminder for Isra, as technically she did smell them, but she could only detect that there were creatures within 30 feet of her without using a move action to tra- trace where they are. Mm. From the Lamia, Crucible. All right, they're underneath us. Uh, Crucible's a smart man. Huh. He uh, uses a move action to pull an alchemist fire. Okay. Throws it over the side. All right. I think you're standing right there. In the I'm, I'm literally at the edge, so I'm just going to throw it down, like, basically five feet at a diagonal. Okay. If they're, if they're in range enough to get splashed, I'm going to be hitting them with uh, four points of fire damage. Okay. So, yeah, you take an alchemist fire out, lean over, and just let it go over the railing <laughs> off of the side of this. Blase. Yeah, you just flippantly toss it over your shoulder. It tumbles down before shattering on the floor below, igniting a stack of books there and burning across the floor. You would hear a screech of pain from someone directly beneath you. Oops. <laughs> Butterfingers. <laughs> 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 Alright, that makes up for all the weirdness of this character. Yeah. <laughs> Butterfingers. <laughs> Whoopsies. Oh, man. Alright, I like you. Yay! I believe you used a move action to pull that file out, so you have a five foot step, but I think you're kind of wedged on the I am completely right and now, totally so. wedged. Yeah. Well done, Crucible. Crucible just nods with a grin. The Viper slides a hand up, rotates his ring, and disappears. And disappears. <laughs> Three rounds from now, he can murder something. Well, he has to be able to see them, so it'll actually be like four rounds. Unless he's going for a lion. He'll oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he always seems to. From there, we go to the lions. The lion ahead of you and to your right charges forward towards the platform. Uh-oh. Rears back up on his hind legs this massive lion form as it plants one paw on the 10 foot high platform and then starts swiping his claws through the platform towards Sagira. Why do you just go up the stairs? Bad kitty, bad. Get. When do cats ever do anything logical? Uh, <laughs> That's true. That's true. Hey, look, if they had the space, they would have jumped up there and gotten us. Remember, lions can leap 36 feet. Druid facts. <laughs> Druid facts. Ross is taking over the druid facts. Woo! <laughs> Anybody can present a druid fact. He's playing a druid. It makes sense. This it also true. does make sense because he's a druid. Uh, 17 against Sagira's flat foot lacy. <laughs> no. No? <laughs> so you feel the claw impact with your hey. leg because it still hits, and you feel this scraping sensation as it digs across your boots. I kick a little. The lion roars up at you. Ah, yeah. You're like animal <laughs> empathy down. You're like, calm the f*** down. <laughs> <laughs> Spritz it in the face with a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little citrus mixed in there. Get a chair. Get a chair. How do you like that lemon scent? They don't like lemon. Or at least house cats don't. Uh, the other one takes a five foot step forward, sliding closer to all of you. Growls, hunkers, his hackles raised before he lashes out at thin air. Doesn't seem to impact anything, but seems to be swinging at open air. Okay, what? that one's fake. There's only one. No, that's where the viper is. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Yes. I prefer my theory. <laughs> <laughs> Sagira may. Well, okay. I guess Sagira's gonna... Yeah, okay, you're close. Uh, Sagira, take a five-foot step forward, and I'm just gonna full-out attack this lion. Yeah, it's a large-sized creature, so you have the high ground. Uh, well. She does give you a plus one to hit. I also have heroism. Yay. You're so heroic. Anti-heroic. I get a 21 on the first hit. Yeah, 21's going to strike your target as you bring your blade down at the lion. Uh, that's eight damage. Solid blow. That's better. Uh, 28 with my kukri. 28, you rotate your blade around and stab down, stabbing again into the lion's mane. That is four, seven points of damage. Another vicious hit as the lion screeches out in pain. Not one with the kopesh. Nope. <laughs> well, it's not that one, so that's something. 11... 11 will not hit. All right, that's it. <laughs> Sad. As Sagara begins to Ginsu. I rolled real bad. Zephyr. Okay. The platform we're standing on has empty space below us, correct? Yes. Hmm. Is anyone planning on going downstairs? I mean, once I deal with this lion. Hmm. What if I can get them to come to us? That's also fine. That would be preferable. How exactly? Make it not worth their time to stand there. That didn't really explain anything. Zephyr. I begin casting. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, what are you casting? I'm Things so excited. Are 
things. All right. Druid closes his eyes, calls upon his innate powers. Uh, Druid well, spells are so weird. Powers, but I'm ready yeah. for weird. Calls upon the powers of uh, Bastet. Bastet. Bastet! All right. I'm going to create spike stones. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go on ahead and do it basically bisecting the eye there toward the bottom near us, near the platform. Okay. So you're going to get the like, line What, what is there. the radius? What is the effect of it? It is one 20-foot square per level. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Wait, so you could literally cover the entire floor I of this could. chamber, but the our only, friend is down there. Yeah, the only thing yeah, is I don't want to hit there. the viper with it. Although he has evasion. Well, uh, evasion doesn't help, actually. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you can't evade it if every square is spikes. I love spikes, and I'm into it. Well, Let's I see. think we're pretty sure he's over by that other lion, right? Yeah, that's why I'm trying to... I'm guessing that since the lion's attacking that empty air, the viper's somewhere in that area. So yeah, 120 foot square per level. It lasts for an hour per level, by the way. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so rocky ground, stone floors, and similar surface shape themselves into long, sharp points that blend into the background. <laughs> Spike stones impede progress through an area and deal damage. Any creature moving on foot through the spell's area moves at half speed. Uh, in addition, Jeez. they uh, take 1d8 points of piercing damage for each five feet of movement through the spike area. <laughs> wow. Dang, Any creature that takes damage from the spell must also succeed on a reflex save to avoid injuries to its feet and legs. <laughs> uh, if it fails, the uh, speed is reduced by half for 24 hours or until they receive a cure spell. Huh. So, wow. Woo. Also, really going to be punishing them. It's yeah. a DC 29 perception check to find the spikes. Um, to try to avoid them. Man, wow. Druid spells are so good. Awesome. So anyway, yeah, there we go. So you call upon the power of your cat deity, your vindictive cat deity. Yeah. <laughs> you lift up a hand, and then suddenly spikes explode up from the floor, impelling parchment, pillows, stacks of <laughs> books, everything in sight. The lion below the platform yells, uh, as does uh, what sound to be two more feminine voices from somewhere directly beneath you. <laughs> I think you got him. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Yes, here, kitty, kitty, indeed. <laughs> hey, Viper, are you okay? There's no response. I, <laughs> I know, she's saying it sarcastically. He's not going to say anything. <laughs> hope so. Mm. I hope they weren't planning on moving to get over here. Certainly not. Well, you know, it's the rare flying, Lamia. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, we didn't see any wings. I think the snake ones can cast fly, but I'm not yeah. sure on that. Uh, so, yeah, you still have move action remaining to you if you'd like to take it. Uh, I'll go on ahead and uh, move over to here, standing at the edge of the balcony. Isra. Um, I guess Isra's just going to, I'm just going to be like, attack. And so Isra's going to move up next to Sagira and attack the kitty as well. All right. So there's a cat fight. <laughs> either side of the banister. <laughs> hiss, hiss, bat, bat. Ah, that was so close. Her bite, she get a 17 and 18. 18 will strike her target. Nice. Wow, max damage for 10. A vicious bite as she chomps onto the neck of the lion. She's not going to trip him because that feels weird. And then she's going to claw uh, with a 19. Uh, 19 will hit. For three points of damage. Another solid blow. And a 12? 12 will not hit. Okay. Like, it's a lion. I don't know. Maybe a 12. Still, Isra dives into the attack, chomps onto the neck of this lion, and begins to viciously dig her claws in, trying to get... Again, it's the problem that the two creatures are fighting through this banister. <laughs> Planchette. Um, let's see. Planchette is going to move uh, further down the staircase. Okay, so you start to um, about can, 20 I feet. can I see anything under the platform? Uh, as you reach that point, go ahead and make me a perception roll. Oh, are they invisible? Not a great roll. I only got a 16. 16? Uh, so as you circle around, you get down to that point, you lean over the banister and look past. You're kind of surprised for a moment. There are at least a dozen figures under the stairs until you realize that it seems to be multiple duplicates of the Ow. same lionine creatures. Mm. Hmm. All the duplicates doing a little like hot foot dance thing as their paws are No, 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 no. It's like no. walking into a room full of thumbtacks. Wow. Planchette just casually leans over and shoots. Yeah, go ahead and make your shot. I get a 21. Go ahead and bounce me a d6. Pop them images. 
Or hit her, I guess. Two. Very well. Your bolt whistles in before slicing clearly through one of the images, ricocheting off of the back wall. Bunch of, uh, I don't know what you would call them exactly. Clones? Copies? Clones. Down here? There's a bunch of them that aren't real. With my 13 oh. base spellcraft, I assume I can identify that as mirror image? Uh, go ahead and roll me. I'm gonna do it. Uh, I roll 26. Yeah, it sounds like a mirror image. I mean, that sounds like a mirror image. Just, uh, blow them all up. What do you think I'm over here doing? Shooting a crossbow, that's not going to be nearly as effective. Doesn't then have to be get single down target. here. Fine. Doesn't have to be single target to get rid of the images. To get rid of the images, yes. yes. They say that you just damage the primary target with an area effect. I was going to say, I'm literally just going to throw alchemist fires up there until they're dead. So. Well, whatever. I'm going to shoot these. I'm literally just going to throw money at it until it goes away. <laughs> it costs me to make these alchemists. To be fires. fair, that's the alchemist way. So it's the Final Fantasy coin toss ability then. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've gotten rid of one. There are several more. Well, they'll have to come out to get us if they want to, so... Uh, and I feel bad for their paws. I don't feel bad I at all. I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> We're a really sarcastic group. Yeah. This is the way. We're villains, basically. Hey, hey. We're also okay, really blasé villains. <laughs> We're kind of saving somebody from something. Yeah. For saving our the boss's reason. kid. We're like the mafia. Well, I'm doing it, like, <laughs> to get something. So I'm not even doing it to save a kid so much as I need the Viper to do a thing for me. So, mm. fine. So that brings us to the Lamia. At this point, ouch, 11, ouch, 11 ouch. figures come dancing out of the <laughs> <laughs> Dancing their way forward. Uh, so they're passing through 10 feet of the, uh, the spikes. So they each take 2d8 points of piercing damage. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, let me, I'll get the rest of it, but let me roll the damage first real quick. Okay, so nine points each. That's like opposite sides of the spectrum. I know. You're on one and an eight. Chaotic dice log. <laughs> oh, man, there's two of us now. <laughs> like, when I first looked over, I was like, dang, that's real good. And I was like, oh, no, that's a one, not a seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, other, and then, um, let's see, they also need to make a reflex save. The DC is 19, because it's a fourth level spell. Uh, yeah, I think they're good. That's a 27 and a 23. Very well. So they're not reduced to half speed, though they were. They did have to move at half speed through yes. the spikes. So. Uh, so they move out to there. That takes about 40 feet of their movement. You know what? They're going to both leap up onto the platform. Very well. Oh, I wouldn't stand there if I were you either. <laughs> He's got another one of those prepared. <laughs> Cover the rest of the room. Uh, no, this time it's uh, the one that turns the tar pit. Or tar pool. <laughs> there I don't you know go. if we're level for that. I don't know. The first one glances up, locks eyes with Oh, right. Crucible. They can charm people. Okay. Take off your bag and throw it across the room. Uh, don't do that. I'm going to make a will save. Go ahead and make me a will save. I don't have a good one of those. so This, <laughs> this isn't a poison effect, is it? No, it's not. The, the honeyed words are poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> He's poisoned and seized Can you throw words. it at them? Because that's uh, across the room. 21. So it's a honey trap? Uh, 21. Do you have her? For a moment, you reach up and begin to, like, loosen the strap on your shoulder. What's wrong with you? Crucible. Psych. <laughs> Psych? What does that even mean? It's a fake out. A faint, almost. Aren't you supposed to let it last a little longer than five seconds? But I didn't want to take off my bandolier. I have all my explosives there. She said bag, not bandolier. To be fair, my bandolier doesn't hold the 20 alchemists, or the 10 alchemist fires and 10 acids that I have, so I've got some in my bag. Okay, if fair. I throw it to them, it'd probably just be like, and my bag's destroyed, so. Well, you throw the bag at them. Extra and bad. Good for us, but also bad for me. Because mm -hmm. I've got, well, I guess my nothing money. in here. <laughs> I was like, my investments. <laughs> <laughs> There's no bank here. Uh, the other one just gestures a hand forward. So like let's it. go ahead and start. Uh, you know, we'll just rotate around. Uh, Sagara, go ahead and make me a will save. Uh, okay. Is it fear? Mind affecting compulsion. <laughs> Oof, we're in trouble. I rolled a nat one no. for a six. You have heroism. For a seven, eight. eight. <laughs> <laughs> and I helped. Dang it. Uh, Please and don't I'm be pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's the max. You're gonna 
You're gonna murder Obviously. the party. You look over, see a gesture at hand, and then you know suddenly it's that uh, it's that almost like that camera perspective where you see just from her perspective and everything starts to go sideways as her vision blurs and Segura slumps onto the floor. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Let's out one loud snore. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Sad. I miss Aristide. And uh, <laughs> out of curiosity, how many hit dies is Ra? Uh, six. It's not enough to affect any of you. Ate up all the hit die for that to affect. Ah. Well, that's nice, I guess. It's only one of us, but it somebody is. Somebody kick me. Yeah, I was going to say, somebody needs to go poke you. I'll see what I can do. Crucible. <laughs> kick me. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's inconvenient. Um, all right, so he's going to draw another Alchemist Fire, and I'm going to launch it. I would say if you want to wake up Sagira, if you hit that lion that's attacking her in the face, the splash damage would hit her. I have fire resistance five. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, except for the fire oh, resistance yeah, so would it mean it would have no impact. Yeah, yeah. 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 Gentle summer breeze Your dream of being on a beach Just intensifies for a second there <laughs> As you work on your tan <laughs> No, I'm, uh, I'm going to throw it at the Lumia um, I'm going to target a square that's uh, Going to splash the other one Because okay. why not this the one that tried so to get your you're back? looking at a range of 35 feet there Yes, the one that's going to try to do it I've got a range of, I believe Are you throwing a bomb or an alchemist fire? That's an it's alchemist an fire bombs. So it's 10 because it's an alchemist fire. Oh, because it doesn't. I don't have bombs. You don't, you don't have, have bombs. bombs. Stop thinking you have bombs. Yeah, so you could take a five foot step forward if you wanted to, but sure. that'd still be thirty feet. So regardless, you're looking at a minus four penalty for range. Sure, I'll do it. All right. Well, why don't you just wake Segura? Because I, I'm probably the most effective against them right now because I will generally always hit them. Well, your splash damage will hit them. My splash damage will hit them. So uh, not to mention druid and have crossbow. But you're gonna pop images until you get the percentages down low enough. So how much damage do you do with an alchemist fire? D6 plus four, uh, wait, plus three? I I just so. want to throw out, I like how antagonistic Rachel has become <laughs> channeling her character. <laughs> <laughs> how much do you do in damage? <laughs> I'm just thinking, because like Sagira is going to be able to whoop up on these things. Well, it makes the most sense is to send Sagira over there to just use all of her attacks to pop images. But right now, Sagira asleep. Yeah. Also, Sagira can't get over there right now because she's got a lion in her face. True. Do whatever you want to do. I mean, you're chaotic AF. So yeah, that's true. I'm going to be chaos. None of us are good. Uh, so it's minus four. Mm. I have heroism, so that's 23 minus four is tw- uh, 19. 19 will hit your target's touch AC. Go <laughs> ahead and Yay. roll me. You're targeting the one on the left. Uh, yeah, the one that tried to charm me. Yes. Uh, so go ahead and roll a d6. Okay. Four. So you're... Alchemist fire goes straight through one of them uh, before hitting the ground behind it and exploding into a spray of well, fire burning around it. So you don't do you didn't hit the primary target because you missed due to the mirror image, but yep. you still do the splash damage. So four points of fire damage as you lightly sear the two of them. <laughs> they curse in pain. This has just not been their day for like petty amounts of pain. It's just the tiniest <laughs> bit. We're, it's, it's, we're going death by a thousand cuts on this one. That brings us uh, to the lions. Hey, hit me, lion. <laughs> it's probably going to go after Israel. You know, it's going to make a parting swipe, so it is going to... It was basically told to attack Sagira, so it's going to continue its attack. Excellent. Please hit me this time. You're sleeping. It's going to be a lot easier for it. Yeah. That's probably going to hit with a 26. That would have hit me regardless. As it manages to wedge its head through the bars and chomp onto your sleeping arm. Owie. Your arm is also asleep. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel this. It's pins and needles. Emphasis on the pins. <laughs> Still bites a hold of you for 13 points of damage as it yeah. chomps onto your arm. Does a 25 beat your combat maneuver defense? Yep. Very well. It grabs onto you. Oh no, he's gonna drag you down. That's actually fine, I guess. It's gonna hurt, but it's fine. Sorry. Can I fit through the rails? <laughs> she is swole. Not gonna lie, I forgot lions have this. Death roll? <laughs> it's crocodiles. <laughs> These are actually crocodiles, everyone. I'm just gonna go with the male lions should not be able to do this. Everything here's an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> True, they should be sleeping in the sun. Right? Like a male lion would be lazy. They do fight each other, though. They sometimes help with hunting also. If, if needed. If needed. A specific, I can't remember where it is. There's a specific, not even a subspecies of lion. It's just a lion in a region where the, they bring in the male lions to hunt giraffe. Why? Because they, they're the only ones that have the weight to bring them down. But giraffes are endangered. The male lions don't know that. 
Yeah. Oh, I thought she meant they like people. No, like, no, 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 no. I was no, like, it's, rude? It's the female lions will call for the male lions. They'll harry giraffe. And then when the like the giraffe are tired, the male lion comes in because it can jump high enough to reach its neck and has enough weight to pull down a giraffe. Uh, that makes a lot more sense. Because I was like, why would human beings do this? <laughs> why are human beings using lions to hunt giraffes? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> That's the Lamia. Uh, no. <laughs> True facts. <laughs> Trash are endangered. So it then, it basically chomps onto you. It brings its claws in, digging its claws into you. Now you're awake. Ah! No, that's not what she would say. Oh, well, that makes it easy. Two 16s to hit your AC minus four. You are prone. No, they don't, because my AC minus four is 18. Yeah, because you're no longer flat-footed because you're awake now. Yeah, I was like, wait a <laughs> second. Yeah. So now you're fighting against it. Ah. It starts to dig at its claws and everything else. It then gets to use its two rake attacks. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Definitely forgot that they had that. Uh, that's a 16 and a 17 at your AC minus four. Nope. Very well. So you continue flailing, kicking your boots, punching this lion as you've dropped both of your weapons when you fell asleep. I can punch. That's fine. <laughs> You're like, I'm a brawler. Screw it. It's a D6. Not too bad. Uh, from that lion, we go to the other one, which sniffs the air, turns, and moves 20 feet off towards uh, off towards all of your right as it begins to move further off uh, into the center of the room, sniffing the air, growling, and occasionally swiping at thin air around it as it begins <laughs> to you know, sweep its claws out. Sigur, you're conscious, but prone. I'm gonna beat the crap out of this lion with my bare fists, I guess. Alright. You two up in fighting? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Two and weapon punching. It is very weird for everyone involved. Punch your a, fist out. I get a 12. It was not a good roll. 12 will not strike your target as it's it's chomped onto your arm in your defense. <laughs> You're just punching your ar- other arm out at it. That's fine. I have three more attacks. Nope, that's not going to work either. <laughs> I can't roll over a 10 right now. Oh, no. Sigur flails against this creature. Great. It, it does have its like teeth sunk into her forearm. So oh. it- All right, 17 on that one. A 17 will hit the lion. F- you doing lethal? Heck yeah. <laughs> I roll a two for a six damage. You punch the lion in the face and knock it out cold. <laughs> you just clock into it finally. Uh, I'll point out that you knocked it out on the spikes too. Oh. Too bad. Yeah, does it take any damage from ending its turn in the spikes? No. It okay. just has to move through the spikes to take damage. Oh. Kind of like those tire spikes when you drive over them that yeah. cause damage, but if you're just standing on them, it's not really a So bad. lion is away. Yep, the lion is uh, unconscious and bleeding out. Good. If you feel like being humanitarian and saving that lion later. Sagira doesn't. <laughs> I feel like making it into pelt. And Jessica is probably like, oh. <laughs> Jessica liked lion. Sagira's yeah. going to walk out of here looking like Hercules. Ooh, that'd be rad. <laughs> I have a lion skull amulet. I got a whole thing going on. So got a like... whole cat thing going on. I'm covering a lot of dead cats for worshiping cats. Well, but... these are not black cats. These are yellow cats. Well, all cats are sacred to the I know. Best. This is more of a Sekhmet-type cat, though. It's true. Technically an Orlathotep cat. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, you can't yeah. stand up from prone or anything as you spent your entire turn punching out this lion. Uh, from Sagira, we go to Zephyr. Sorry, just calculating a spell range real quick. <laughs> I think right now, what's everyone's will saves looking like? Five. Four. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> the, the, the fact that you had to ask though means you're going to do something we're not going to like. No, 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 no. I've got a better. <laughs> oh, it's like it's like I could buff everyone's wills. Okay. I thought you were just going to be like I think right now I'm going to cast some sort of horrible spell that affects this entire room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone's will saves. <laughs> that is what I thought. How, how are your saves against insanity mist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not great. Also, my favorite enemy is human, so maybe don't cast that. On me. <laughs> uh, well. I'm going to stab the human half of you. <laughs> I've determined it's this leg. <laughs> uh, sadly, You're right. All... I have my father's legs. <laughs> Stitching them on was so hard. Oh. Yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah, no. Thanks, Crucible. Uh, 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 give Crucible a thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> thanks. All I know right. how we're friends now. <laughs> Because you're Frankenstein on the side. <laughs> I believe it. Okay. I created a horrible monster and then got brain fever and wandered a city for a couple days. <laughs> Thanks, Frankenstein. <laughs> you're the real monster. Yeah. True. 
All right, uh, I'm gonna go on ahead and cast Suggestion nice. on this one, and I'm gonna tell it to focus its spells on me. That's what? Weird. Oh, why? Because I have. Because you're not asking it to do something it would not normally want to do. Yeah. yeah. I can't make it attack its ally or something. So. Well, no, I mean you can. It just gets a second save. Well, no, it it, it literally says if it's something that like it would be dangerous or you know wouldn't do. It just oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Although these might be chaotic and they might do that. Yeah, maybe, but I don't want to take that risk. True. So, but I also have a plus 11 will save with an additional mm-hmm. plus two versus enchantments. So, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely smart move there. Yeah. Much better than us at this. So, uh, Ross's wisdom is showing it gets again. a it needs to make a will 17 save. on its will save. It needed to make a 19. Oh, because wow. <laughs> I have spell focus enchantment. Oh, there you go. Very enchantment, nice. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I suppose you gesture out of hand, you tell it to focus its spells on you. Sagira looks at you like As you might you be crazy. Wish. Uh, I do wish. <laughs> Weird. Do you have some sort of fetish? No. <laughs> That's my king. I mean, not that one, at least. <laughs> All right. I say bleeding on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> do you need some help, by the way? I can help you in a second here. I'm eh, fine. All right. Uh, Zephyr, you have move extra meaning. Uh, I'm just going to stand there. Okay. <laughs> the Be party holds the high ground. Maybe. That brings us to Israel. So, quick question. Can you still target something for a spell like that if there are a bunch of mirror images around? Oh, that is a good question. It's just wondering. No, that's a good question. I honestly <laughs> don't know. Mirror image specifically states that whenever you are attacked or are the target of a spell that requires an attack roll, that there's a possibility the attack targets uh, one of the images instead. Okay, so... So it does not apply to single target spells. Because it's not an attack roll. Okay. No. Yeah. I was just wondering. I thought that was good for clarification. I guess, that, I guess the idea is that a single target spell, it's attacking the creature in that square. I mean, it's why you don't need to make an attack roll. You're just like, I'm willing this Lamia, whichever one of those that is, to do this. That's fine. I was just wondering. Useful to know. Though. Yeah. From Zephyr, we go to Israel. So can Israel leap that distance to hop down next to the uh, other lion? Uh, yeah, she doesn't have a running start, so she just need to make an acrobatics check. You have the high. I'm going to give you a plus two for jumping down from on high. So She's also a kitty. Uh, it'd be and an leopards acro- are good climbers and jumpers. It'd be an acrobatics check. Uh, it's DC 20. I can try that. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to tell her to like attack that thingy. The other lion. The lion. <laughs> yes. The other lion. <laughs> thingy. Get the lion. She doesn't roll. Well, she rolls fine, but she doesn't get what she needs. She gets a, let's see, that's a 16, 17, 18. So an 18. 18. She doesn't have. She does not have. She doesn't have. Wow, you know. Uh, So she falls just short. Uh, She'll take 1d8 points of damage as she moves through the the square ahead of her. She just doesn't clear enough range. She doesn't take any damage from the drop, but she just doesn't clear the spikes. So Ross, if you'll roll that, and I think uh, she needs to make a reflex. Reflex save, DC 19, unfortunately. She rolls a perfect 20 on that reflex save. (laughs) Well, that's good. Unfortunately, I do roll max damage, too. So she takes eight. Stop it with that. All right, yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) She does manage to, like, one of her paws just impels straight through a spike. And she lets out a hiss, continues to leap forward and then you know takes out this anchor and aggression on the lion in front of her yep she bite mm, she bite with a 15 a 15 will strike the lion for nine points of damage i don't think she can trip lions because they have four feet right they just get a bonus to oh there seems then she's gonna it. try to trip it because that seems fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice another net 20 uh 19 hey that's, that's good. good though uh let's see she gets a 27 to trip the lion. That's pretty good. A 27 will beat his combat maneuver defense against trips <laughs> by one. Nice. As she launches out, chomps onto the rear leg of this lion and just twists as it lets out an indignant roar before hitting the ground. <laughs> rolling onto its back and kicking all of its legs out. Of it. Oh, that's amazing. Now it's a cat fight. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, Sagira has another trick. I'm ready, but it has to be Sagira's turn. Uh, that takes us from Isra to Planchette. Uh, Planchette's gonna keep shooting and trying to get rid of as many of these mirror, mirror, get as rid of as many of these mirror images as she can. All right, so. are you targeting the uh, Lemia on the the left or right side of the platform ahead of you? Right. So targeting the one closest to you, you heft up your crossbow and fire. It's the one that you fired at last turn too. Yeah, uh, that was a crappy roll though. So 14. A 14 misses. Yeah. Does it miss a by four, five or less? Fourteen though? also misses by more than five. Ah, yeah, ouch. I rolled a four, so that wasn't yeah. very good. So fair. your bolt just fires wide, flies across the room, shatters out one of the smaller panels of the stained glass windows in the back, shoots off 
I believe it's flaming into the darkness of the night. Yes, it is indeed <laughs> flaming. So half of this library is already on fire and the other half of it's impaled on spikes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about history. There you go. Uh, you have move action remaining if you'd like to take it. I'm just going to reload. Okay. So free action to reload, bringing us to the Lamia. Ooh. The one that used its suggestion last turn will instead, you know what, just go ahead and extend a hand and uh, I will need a will save. Let's go ahead and start with uh, Sagira because this one isn't... Uh, is under- that not the one that has to target... I think he's talking about this one, which I uh, did not see. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was wasn't the one with the suggestion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. you used the one that used the slumber. Yes. 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 So this is the other one that doesn't have to target. Dang it. Yeah. Sorry. I. Yeah. That one. Oh. <laughs> I can only target one. This is not Sierra's fight. Sierra starts to sit up. Somebody better hit <laughs> <drifts> me. Off <laughs> <slip again. laughs> I will kill you if you don't hit me. Oh man. That sucks. I have a bad will save. You also have just bad dice luck with this, apparently. Apparently, I'm going to roll ones on every slumber check, for sure. I'm hoping they can't do that for more than one time a day each. <laughs> Who knows? Rick At least knows. my cat's doing a good job. True. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> they do keep saying that to me, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad idea. So you're just like, man, I could really use a nap, <laughs> Viper's honestly. like, why did I bring her? She just sleeps all the time. <laughs> Sleeping on the job? What am I even paying you for? She's spending too much time with the cats. <laughs> Already they're becoming as one. <laughs> Yay, catnap. I need to be awake. I want to use my cool trick. I'm very upset. <laughs> I could shoot you the crossbow. Right, that'll bring us to the other Lamia who turns her attention on Zephyr. Go ahead and make me a will save, Zephyr. All right. This is a will save intensive battle. <laughs> is this Gracious. an enchantment effect? It is a mind affecting enchantment effect. Yay. I get a 30. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Well, she looks at you and says, I suggest you do no further damage to this library. Why would I care? <laughs> <laughs> My Apparently her magic cannot overcome your ennui. <laughs> <laughs> So like, uh, <laughs> we, we are um, the God. guy from that anime, oh, the Jaden Smith anime. I also want to, ju- I also want to state, I really appreciate Ross's level of role play here as a literal <laughs> librarian. Yeah, I know. Why would I care about burning down a library? <laughs> Neo Yokio. I've uh, never seen that. Uh, that Lemia will then drop off the platform and then move to the base of the stairs leading up to where all of you are. You're gonna want to wake me up. I had a plan too, yes. <laughs> yes, because unfortunately your spell doesn't protect her from walking up that stairs and ripping your companions from limb from limb. This but is very true. From the Lamia, we go to Crucible. Wake me up. Okay, I guess Crucible will look over at Zephyr. Have you got her? She seems to be falling down on the job. I mean, I could poke her. I mean, that was what I was going to do too. Sagira will miss her turn if you wait for Zephyr. He goes after Sagira. Ugh. Wake up, sleepyhead. He, gra- he, takes, <laughs> he takes his fighting stick and just cracks you in the sternum. Oh, no. All right, roll your damage. You can use a standard action if you don't want to assault your party. Fine, members. I'll do. I'll do it yeah. semi gently. I thought I had to do damage to her to wake her up. No, no, it's just a standard action to shake someone awake. Oh, I mean, you can just five foot step over anyone. I mean, you can hit Sigur and see how that goes for you. I, I really probably don't want. She to. just grabs you and throws you over the edge. <laughs> yeah, fine. Then he he gets he kind of like gets down close to Sigura. Wake up, sleepyhead, and then just like taps her on the cheeks to like wake her up. <laughs> I love that Jordan goes for this entire angle when most people playing an alchemist would be like, I pull out some smelling salts and wave it under her nose or something like that. Nope, don't have those. <laughs> Sagira kicks your legs out from under you. Now she's going <laughs> to... Oh, she probably would. Don't touch my face. Saroon! Just wakes up and immediately punches you. He'd probably deserve it. Let's go. Ah, lion! <laughs> that is her typical... Ah, sure. So Crucible steps over. Does you have a move action remaining if you want to retrieve something? So I... You can't keep moving, but you could retrieve Yeah, it. all right. I will grab a uh, another Alchemist Fire. Sounds good. From Crucible, all of you hear a voice come out from below. Can one of you more magical individuals please remove this illusion from them? I would find it very useful. Does anybody Does have to spell magic? Does he murder the cat? No, I don't have to spell magic. I don't have it either. I don't either. I only get first level spells, second level spells. Oh, well, then the Viper chose poorly. Uh, yeah. Not in our repertoire. I suppose if you respond that down, then he's just going to have to pop out of his invisibility and take a strike with a one in five chance of hitting the proper target. Yeah, unfortunately, there's nothing I can do about yep. that. All right, D10, and I need to get a 
Nine or ten? That's a two. Uh, so the viper reappears standing on the platform behind the other Lamia. Mm. I suppose we're doing this the hard way. <laughs> God, that's so disappointing with a death attack. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just like, he was waiting for like someone. It's like, uh, maybe dispel, maybe. Oh, God. Yes, but we don't have that. Yeah. Yep, he should have vetted you more properly. <laughs> <laughs> should have picked an alchemist that had dispelling bombs. He was just waiting for Sagir to get down there and do a four-round attack and pop asleep. all of them. I mean, he could have waited more, I guess. Yeah, he continues his attack. Uh, so he pops another image, but... Well, this isn't going particularly well. You think? Oh, I'm glad to see you're back with us, Mabe. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, the lion that's prone will stand up to uh, his feet, provoking an attack of opportunity. Should take it. Huh. Perfect 20. <laughs> nice. nice. Well done. It'll hit threat roll to confirm. 17? Lion's prone. It will confirm your critical hit against the lion. Hey. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a one on the first die. 13 damage. A vicious hit to your foe, chomping in as the lion gets to its feet. It lets out a roar and attempts to chomp back at the smaller cat. Dodge and weave. Bob and weave. Uh, it's a 17. No. Very well. So she springs lively out of the way. Hunkers down, Sagira. Sagira is going to stand up. So Sagira bought Isra a really fancy dyer collar. Oh. Uh, allows you to essentially use enlarge person, but on your animal. Okay, so I'm going to stand up and I'm going to command Isra to grow. <laughs> Make my kitty grow. All right. I have to be within 30 feet of her, which I am. And right, then I she's. I want to have her at yeah, the four squares. She's going to become right. large yes. size. All right. So, yes, yeah, she. Uh, she gets all the benefits of an enlarged person spell for one minute. Which means she's also now flanking with the viper. She is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there you go, bud. Yep. So there's that, at least. The panther doubles in size, octuples in weight. She big. Yeah, she's as big as the male lion at this point. <laughs> Real swell. Probably a little bit larger, honestly. She lets out a deafening roar at this. Zephyr. So, quick question. Does... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, does this count as earth or sand as far as our location is? I would say stone. Okay, so no, basically. No. Fair enough. I thought that was the answer, but I wanted to make sure. Very well. Uh, so sadly, I can't use that spell. Ah, the druid's greatest enemy worked stone. <laughs> Curse you, civilization. I know. Who who builds stone anything, really? I mean, who, who wants to move that stuff around? Yep, and you're unnecessarily addictive games. Uh. <laughs> Zephyr moves down the stairs. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go in and pass Planchette, so I'm standing between the Lamia and Planchette, since you seem to primarily be a ranged character. Very uh, much so. Then this is going to require a little bit of DM Fiat, so... Uh-oh. I have, I have an idea. I don't know if it'll work, so just let me know if you think it could and how. All right. So the gust of wind spell specifically states that not only does it, of course, push things with wind, but it can also do anything one might expect a sudden gust of wind to do, like blow sand or... You Loose know, sheets of paper. Yeah, fan fires, all that sort yeah. of stuff. One thing I was wondering if I could do, is it possible to use a gust of wind to do a dirty trick to see if I can temporarily blind the Lamia down the stairs. It's interesting. Wow, that's, yeah. Because obviously Gust of Wind isn't going to push the Lamia back. I mean, she's too big. No, no, she's way too big for that. Even if she was medium-sized, it wouldn't push her back. It's a strength check at that point, but still. Yeah. I was going to say, because is there not still sand on the floor? That's a good question. Totally use, like, the Gust of Wind to, like, build up the sand and get in their eyes. That's my hope. It, it was an idea. It's a really cool idea, and if you pull it off, that would be super nice. And helpful. Yeah, because she's yeah. blind for a round. And obviously the gust of wind spell only lasts for a round, but... Here's what I will rule. For your specific question, I will say no. Okay. But I will say that if you wanted to use the gust of wind spell, there's enough loose sheaths of paper in here that it would, in fact, create a cloud of paper providing 20% concealment for anything between you and your target. Okay. Because it is a straight line emanating from you. Sure. All right. That sounds good. Okay. All right. I guess I'll go in and cast Gust of Wind then and just aim it down the stairs effectively at the Lamia. Obviously, it's not going to slow it down, but Very paper. Well. So papers go flying in every direction. A few pillows get picked up and launched across the room. The Lamia's hair gets windblown. Dramatically. Dramatically. It looks great. Uh, 
as the uh, the spell blasts through the room, and uh, and again, it's the curvature of this room. I imagine while it is most powerful directly near you, it just kind of creates this vortex of air around the outside of this room as papers go flying in every direction, making the battle even more dramatic as they go fluttering across the moonlit stained glass windows. Bringing us to Isra. Isra attack um, the lion, because the lion is bad. And now she big. First attack is a 20. A 20. 20 will strike your target. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's 12 points of damage. Nice. Viciously Ow. digging into her foe, the lion teeters. And she's going to try to trip him, because why not? Eh, she only gets a 10, so 19. A 19 will not succeed. Eh, oh well. It was worth a try. And then she will scratch at him with a 8, so that's not going to work. An 8 will not work. Uh, and then she will scratch at him with a number 16 plus 6 is a number 22. 22. 22. A 22, however, will hit as she brings her claw around and rakes across the side of his face. All right. Five points of damage. Five points of damage, bringing the lion down unconscious onto the floor. She roars. And That's she looks at the Lamia. Looks at the Lamia. Take a five-foot step if you want. Sure. Boom. So steps forward against the Lamia. And now she's flanking because she also knows flank. There you go. Uh, so you get the flank command real quick. Like, flank, planchette. Planchette will continue shooting at the mirror images, hoping to pop them, so. All right, the one on the platform or the one down at the base of the stairs? The one on the platform, you're going to have the minus four for firing into melee. The one at the base of the stairs, you're going to have a 20% mischance. I'll go for the 20% mischance, just because I think I'm more likely to hit that. Okay. I got a 33 on the mischance. Okay, gets through the mischance. And I got a 22 to hit. 22 will also strike your target, so go ahead and bounce me a D10. You're looking for a 9 or a 10 on that? Oh, nope, got a 6. All right, well, another image pops, though, so you managed to fire through the maelstrom of papers. Yep. By the time it reaches the end, it's like a shish kebab. It has like eight sheets of paper stabbed <laughs> through it, and now they're all on fire because yep. the bolts are too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. The great works of some guy. <laughs> Ptolemy, no! <laughs> From Planchette, we go to the Lamia. The one on the platform will... There's not an easy way to get out of this flank because of her size. And the size of the opponent flanking her. <laughs> uh, Alright, she'll slide over into the, the center of the platform, taking a five-foot step over. Turns her attention towards the Viper and will full-out attack. Forget that Lamia get five attacks per round. Oh, oh wow! My God. Uh, the first one hits the Viper with a thirty-two. Uh, the other ones do not, however. Uh, as he <laughs> ducks and weaves around, still manages to get sliced by the dagger that the Lamia carries. Viper gritting his teeth as he takes eight points of damage from the stab, bringing us to the other Lamia, who climbs the stairs. So basically, uses forty feet of movement to navigate the stairs up, uh, as the stairs are only about five feet wide <laughs> at most points. So, well, no, technically, I guess the stairs are 10 feet wide the entire way down. It just depends on how you're arching it, because it starts at 10 feet. Anyway, navigates the stairs. It is both stairs and stairs on a curvature, so it makes it particularly difficult for combat yeah, movement. Yeah, true. Reaches the midpoint of the stairs and gets into uh, combat with Zephyr. 20% mischance. Ha! Just uh, to bring this home, <laughs> I would like Jessica to look at those dice for me. As a perfect 20 and a 14 on the percentile. Wow. Paper. So paper, yes. Nice. Paper beats rock. I don't know what that means in this situation, but you managed to duck out of the way as she doesn't actually claw out at you or stab out at you. She strangely just gently reaches a hand to try to touch you. Uh oh, oh, no. Uh, oh. Before a sheet of paper hits her in the face and she flails around wildly. <laughs> paper cut in her face. Uh, God dang it. Such a cool ability. Crucible. Actually, no one has still even rolled on these people. Oh, right. I, I should probably roll. What is it? Knowledge Nature? Yeah, uh, I will let you. Yeah, if you guys want to roll Knowledge Nature, so go ahead and roll now. You've had a couple turns to know things about these. I rolled so bad, and I got a, a four for a 13. Nope. I roll a nine for a 22. Okay. That's better. I rolled a one for oh. a nine. Bad druid. He's an urban druid. Yeah. Right. So I will give this to Crucible. 
I think I've gone over some of this in previous episodes, but the Lamia are hate-filled inheritors of an ancient curse. Lamia appear as lean and attractive women from the waist up, while below they possess the body's powerful lions. Even their humanoid features bear distinctly feline traits, their eyes slitted and feral, and their teeth like predatory fangs. Lemias are attracted to the ruins of forsaken parts of the world, crumbling keeps, abandoned cities, and forgotten monuments all satisfy these deadly hunters' cruel aesthetic, particularly those in arid or otherwise lifeless environs. Foremost, though, Lemias favor decrepit temples. They delight in seeing the shrines of good deities and ruins and go out of their way to bring hardship on thriving holy places. You may ask one question pertaining towards Lamia. Let's go with their special attacks. Lamia possess only one special attack. A Lamia drains 1d4 points of wisdom each time Ooh. it hits with its melee touch attack. Wow! I think that's what she tried to get you with. Uh, yeah, so. probably. Unlike other kinds of ability drains, while Lamia, a Lamia does not heal any damage when it uses wisdom drain, Lamia tried to use this power early in an encounter to make foes more susceptible to their charm monsters and suggestion abilities. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Yikes. Um, okay, so Crucible kind of like glances at Sagira. How flammable is your cat? The normal amount. Oh, that's unfortunate. All right. Uh, so he, like, goes behind Sagira, <laughs> goes up behind Planchette down the stairs. Incoming! And then, like, lobs a alchemist fire, tries to, like, go over the Lamia and hit her on the hindquarters. Okay, so you're aiming for her back squares. Yes, yeah, so I'm going for the back squares so that I don't actually uh, have a chance of splashing uh, Zephyr. Okay, you're throwing 25 feet, so it's going to yep. be at a minus two penalty. Minus four, sorry. <sighs> Almost got that perfect 20. So, minus four... That is a 26, 22 to her touch AC. 22 will hit your target's touch AC. Go ahead and bounce me a d4. Okay. That's a one. And another image bites the dust. And she takes uh, four points of fire damage. Four points of fire damage. Chip, chip, chipping away, bringing us to the Viper. He's got a flank friend. He does have a flank buddy. Make it to death. He stabs out, he hits. Ooh, that's a threat. Mm. Nice. That'd be a confirmed critical Yay! if you can get through the yeah images. Uh, images. There are three images left. So D6, he needs a five or six. Six on the die. So E. That's a lot of D6s. He's an assassin, so. I mean, that's you know. true. For 41 points of damage Ooh. as he buries wow. his blade. Which shudders and stumbles before falling. Jeez. <laughs> I apologize. That wasn't as elegant as I would usually make it. He wipes his weapon off on her hindquarters before beginning to make his way across the field. Uh, no one's complaining, boss. Uh, he will then into the flank. Uh, uh, if you slid back five feet, he could get into the flank. Yes. So. All right. Yeah. So he closes the entire distance, getting into position with the other Lamia. Uh, the lions are down. Sagira Mabe, you're on your feet. Sagira's gonna go take that space, essentially, toe-to-toe with the Lemmy on this side. So into the flank with the viper? Yep. The viper smiles across. She's gonna swift action elemental assault fire, because that seems like what we're doing. All right, so your hands burst into flames. And then she's gonna punch the Lemmy. All right. (laughs) Because I don't have time to pick up weapons. Yeah. So. I got time for this. I got a 29, oh, uh, 31 to hit the Lamia with the flank. Uh, 31 will strike the, your target. Go ahead and roll me a d4. Oh, sorry, no, it's be a d6. I apologize. A five. You hit your target as Yay. your fist hey. connects with solid flesh. All right, I do some damages. Sigurd leaps up into the air, fists aflame. Uh, 11 points of damage. I included the fire damage. I don't think it needs to be separate. It doesn't. So you solidly punch your target as she reels back, bringing us to Zephyr. I'm going to go on ahead and cast Produce Flame on the defensive. Okay. <laughs> fire. Cool. So much fire. Kill it with fire. Aww. I roll a natural one, so I actually Aww. fail to cast Produce Flame on the defensive. <laughs> what did you have to roll to fail, out of curiosity? Uh, four or less. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's only a 20% chance, but I guess that's what I get for getting lucky earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the spell, your gust of wind spell finishes off, you mm-hmm. know, 
you got a little cocky as you threw a compliment over to your boss before <laughs> you kind of moved in and then you're suddenly suddenly that hand's back in your face and you're like oh god <laughs> it's on fire the hand <laughs> hey that's good wait is that good yep yeah, as Mae leaps into the attack like kicks off the banister and then punches this woman in the face <laughs> brawler man one level totally worth it yeah. every time it's a good dip this is the second time I've done it, and it's amazing every time. Isra. Isra, attack. I remember I your wrestling match with could... an adhere. That was I don't great. know how high up the Lamia is, but Isra. Uh, she's currently about five feet up. She's oh, okay. very fast. Uh, she has a 50-foot movement speed when she's not doing her speed thing. So technically she can charge. Sure, charge. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, she can charge her target, leaps to the attack. And she's going to bite. She has pounce. She does not have pounce. Oh. She gets perfect 20. Nice. <laughs> 20 will hit your target. Threat, roll to confirm. Isra's a killing machine in this fight. <laughs> yeah. She's very good. Uh, she gets an 18 to confirm. Well, no, she charged, so a 20. A 20 will confirm. She still has to roll a d6, get a 5 or 6 to hit her proper target. I got a 3. Oh. Pop still, an image. Madison to pop an image as she dives to the Sad. floor. Why'd she great. critically pop that image? Yeah. She would have done 10 plus 2d8 damage. Oh, that would have been nice. Ouch. <laughs> uh, from Isra, we go to Planchette. Planchette's going to, I guess, take the minus four for shooting into uh, melee and try to pop this last image. You so can do it. It can attack. <laughs> Uh, no, I do not with my horrible two. Oh. Which, with everything added, gives me a 12. Sad. The terrible twos. Mm-hmm. No. No. And in fact, you missed by five or more. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That brings us to Lamia, who looks over the battlefield, looks over her precarious position surrounded on every side on the staircase with a giant oversized cat beneath her. <laughs> her dagger falls from her grip. I don't see any reason that we need further bloodshed. I see a lot of reasons. Unless we want intelligence. She's not going to give us anything. I would be willing to negotiate. Everybody looks at the Viper, I'm sure. The Viper smiles. I mean, I can talk to her corpse either way. We may be able to get more direct information this way. Fair you enough. seem like a pragmatic woman. The Lamia glowers down at him, looks around at the rest of you. Shall we retire to your abode? That is currently on fire. Of course, I imagine none of you sheath your weapons or anything. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah. I have six more rounds of fire fists that I keep active. <laughs> clenching it and clenching your burning hands. And another minute of a giant cat. My burning feet of fire. You make your way down. You know, the viper hops back up onto the platform. Oh, I apologize. He steps forward and kicks her sister's corpse off of the top of the uh, pile of pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Let us handle this more politely than we did the last time. I am the Viper. These are my compatriots, the Faded. Plus one. Planchette does like almost a sarcastic curtsy. We are in a very simple situation with a very simple question. Where is my son? The Lamia looks him over, smiles. Uh, I'll actually let a sense motive check from the party if you so wish. Oh, that's Israel. I was like, what? I roll on that one. <laughs> Crucible sitting there. It's like, where did I put my extra alchemist fires? I roll an 18 for a 28. I roll a 13 for a 24. I rolled an 8 for a 15. Okay. So, Sagira, Jessica playing a character with high sense motive again. I love it. It is fun. Yeah, the Lamia sits down, much like a cat. She kind of like folds her front paws underneath her uh, as she settles in. It's a Lamia loaf. Yep. Yes. Lamia <laughs> loaf. You can tell that she is still very cognizant of the fact that you've just murdered her sister and her two protective animals and feasibly her animals up front and all the rest of that. She seems to be very concerned for her own life, mm -hmm. but trying to put on airs of, I'm relaxed and still in control here. Mm. Almost conversely, and you don't know if it's the situation, you don't know if it's the fight, you don't know if it's just this day wearing on for him. For a moment, the Viper's mask of calm civility seems to slip. You don't really see it in his face. You don't really see it necessarily in his posture, but there's just this one muscle that you see in his jaw that just kind of clenches in a way that you can only describe as impatience for a man who seems to never rush for anything. Hmm. The Lamia nods at the Viper's question. He's gone from the city. To where? More details would be appreciated. We spoke at length with this 
Asp, as he calls himself. He had some very interesting stories to tell about his father, about their business. You see, it was very interesting to my sisters and I, as we had been here for some time searching and investigating into matters important to our master, Neralathotep. Look, we're not here for a pamphlet. Just tell us where the boy is. The viper watches her, his dark eyes somewhat unreadable, searching for what? Our master has been deprived of something of great import to him hmm. and desires its return. Sagira thinks about the magic rock in her pocket. Did you actually find it and use him as an errand boy? No. We couldn't pass up the opportunity, though, as we had been watching him for some time. My son. You see, it was easier to follow the son than the father. And here you are. How'd that go for you? So far, not particularly well. Although I hope... She kind of bats her long eyelashes towards Zephyr. We could change this situation. What is it you want? Other than your life. Something was stolen from our master. Okay, but what was it? There was an item. This... The viper holds up a hand. You've taken my son to where this began. To him. Your master. She eyes and nods. Yes. And if you have any concern for your son, then you'll take this item and you will... She stops as his kopesh impacts in her neck. I guess we got what we wanted. There's a gurgle of blood before she falls, and the viper, not looking down towards her corpse, looks across to Sagira. They're here for the stone. I thought we were going to figure out where they took your son, and I know exactly where they've taken him. Oh, because you know where the stone came from. Yes. He furrows his brow and paces. Which is where? For all of you, no sense motive check required. This is an expression. Pacing isn't something the viper does as he limps back and forth across the platform. He almost seems rattled. There's a place, yes. It is where we first found the shining trapezohedron when it was a shining trapezohedron. I can explain in more detail. Everyone has their gear. Yeah, boss. Mm-hmm. Yes. We'll retrieve Wolf on the way. We need to leave the city immediately. Are you ready for an excursion, Sagira? Sure. Good. We're leaving for the Black Fane. Oh, man. Part dunes! He turns. We will be walking into an extraordinarily dangerous situation. The last time that I traveled into the desert was part of a large group, a caravan. Almost two decades ago, as a guide. Uh-huh. Almost no one survived. Almost? So Myself. You... My mom? A young woman. That's a swordsman of some repute and a priest. Sudi's dad. And a priest. Oh, a swordsman. Yeah. Well, the swordsman's probably... No, the uh, the priest is uh, the priest of Caden so uh, who raised... Sudi. Swordsman's probably Falto's dad. Oh, maybe. Segura knows that her, oh, her biological dad. father... Sorry, yeah, her yeah, biological dad. Survived that. Makes that. Sense. There was another man, the leader of our party. We should go now. He turns, dropping off of the platform, beginning to march his way out. I assume all of you turn to follow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we'll continue this story... At a later time. Woohoo! Into the parched dunes. Really popular destination. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.